Now, perhaps the greatest not allowed on the actual radio station radio show. Not quite a real radio program. Better. Batten down the hatches. The boys are in the studio. And the mics are open. Ryan Bonner, Chris Creston are the producers. Radio on the internet. I'm Chris Creston. I'm the producer of The Bill Carroll Show, or as I like to call myself, the executive grand poobah of The Bill Carroll Show. And across from me is Ryan Bonner, who is the producer of The Stafford Show and... Associate producer of the um, Oakley Show. We make up titles sometimes as we go along, mm-hmm. but it sounds right, and that's what we basically run together. What a third, two thirds of the station, pretty much. Yeah, all pretty of much. It. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Yeah, and we try to bring in uh, different guests every time we do this thing. If there's anybody wandering the hallways, knock on the window. We call them, and in. wave them over. Hey, come on in. Hey, mics are open. Hey, uh, but come this on, time, everyone, everyone, come in. It's a party. It's an audio party. But this time, uh, our hand was forced by somebody. <laughs> we were. I really had no say and then because i had no say you had no say chris but they listened to our previous podcast with sandy salerno mm. well, what did we discuss with her oh she told us about in sync yeah showering sync right her yeah. time at the movie theater that's right and discussed my current living arrangements and i likened it to living in a dungeon which i don't think is fair you've been there and it's not i guess it's not that it's bad dungeon esque no but somebody heard that and wasn't pleased and was that, it your realtor uh <laughs> next to the realtor <laughs> Is the room wife. And ah, the room wife. That's this lovely lady yes. sitting across. My room wife is here joining Hello. us on the podcast. I, I notice you're just far enough to avoid her slaps. Pretty much. I, <laughs> I measure the distance to make sure I'm out of arm's length, uh, the arm's reach there. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You're a little nervous. A little bit. Yeah. We, when we discussed having you on for the last uh, few days, you've been bothering me. But what kind of questions are you going to ask? What are we going to talk about? Radio is not my uh, day job. so yeah. it, does, it doesn't quite sound like we're organized at all, no. actually. <laughs> no. But you wanted to come on here mainly to dispute what I've said, I guess, on this podcast and on air on AM640 over the past seven or so years. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Air my grievances. And, uh, it's Festivus! The airing of grievances. <laughs> Answer any questions, I think. Uh, and we have some. We'll get to those soon Some enough. questions from listeners. and uh, So yeah. let's start with the, the dungeon. I, I, sure. We live below ground. We're in an we apartment. Do. and it's, it's midtown Toronto. It's a very nice area. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's very beautiful. But you don't like the fact that it's called, I call it the dungeon. Well, I've worked very, very hard to make it <laughs> non-dungeon-like. I think Chris could attest to the fact that it's uh, hey, not... Hey, I've been uh, there. It is a beautiful place. Yeah, it is, it is a basement apartment, but it's not your sort of typical basement apartment, I don't think. No, it, it's like stone wall shackles yeah. on the... No, yeah. no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> a guy it's screaming actually, as we stretch his body out in the other room, the door closed. No, it's a great apartment. It's it's big. It's well decorated. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like your typical underground... It looks like uh, it's fr- out of Canadian Living, the magazine. It's kind of like a Pottery Barn showroom. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. A bit. And you've spent money. I've to worked make it- hard to do that, yes. so <laughs> I'm here to defend making the money and then spending <laughs> the money on that stuff. Yeah. You can't deny that there is honey. It's a bit of the feeling like you are dwelling in a cave because it's below ground. You don't get we direct sunlight. Definitely don't get the same amount of light as you would above ground. But no. we did it for a reason. Rent in Toronto is expensive, and as Chris can attest to, condos are small spaces. And mm-hmm. 
we wanted to have a baby and we wanted more space. And this was sort of the affordable way to do that. And we didn't so. want to waste all our money like Chris did in getting the, well. <laughs> getting the condo. No offense. I think our apartment's great. And uh, I didn't want people to think that I was bringing a child into, <laughs> into some, some dark, some horrible, dungeon. dark Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Sometimes, you know, you don't, basement. you don't want too much sunlight when you've got a kid no. who's taking naps all the time. That's true. And I often hear parents We're just talk ganging up about on you how right they now, have right? to, you know, add additional curtains and yeah. stuff to keep that. We won't have that problem. I'll tell you, in my place, <laughs> if we had a child in my place, it would be impossible. We have almost yeah. constant sunlight. We have sunlight. sunlight You're yeah. facing the east, right? We're facing the east. Yeah. We get sunlight in the morning, but mm-hmm. then we get our nice, shiny, reverse sunset sunlight off of the other buildings. Yeah. So oh, the sun right. re- reflects and shines back in at us. Did you not, con- did you not consider I, this It never were... occurred to me. I thought, hey, this is great because I've always wanted a bedroom that would be perfect for a Sunday morning. Yeah. Just lying in bed. The sun's kind of pouring in. Mm-hmm. And you're just basking in just joy and happiness and laziness. And the I, it didn't occur to me that I'd be sitting there in the afternoon trying to watch TV, but there's glare coming off the building next door. One of the things I will say, I'm very organized thanks to you, room wife. And when we look, when we actually get our own, hopefully a house is what we'll, we'll do instead. Plan, yeah. I don't have to worry about thinking about things like that. What direction are the certain rooms facing? Do we get light at this time of day? Blah, blah, blah. Are we located next to a school? Are so you materials? don't want to worry about any of that. I don't have to because you do, <laughs> uh, my do. room wife. You are very organized, which yes. can be frustrating. But I think that's one of your issues with me is that I lack organization. A little, uh, a little bit. <laughs> you can be, be honest and open <laughs> For, here. From time to time. Yeah. You've, you've come a long way. Well, thank you very much. It's mainly because of your insistent and relentless badgering. Uh, when I say badgering, I mean training, like a monkey on a typewriter, uh, training me to dress appropriately for work. And in radio, you usually don't have to do that. You don't have to wear a suit or your Sunday best to come in and do your job. Nobody has to see you. You're hidden away from the world. So you can come in wearing ripped jeans and a stained t-shirt. Nobody's going to care. But you can still dress nicely in comfortable clothing. You can bring those two worlds together, even in a radio station. I mean, I look at Chris, and Chris usually dresses like a million bucks. Today I look like you a... You look like a hobo. Post-apocalyptic war <laughs> yeah. hero is what I was going for. You kind of do. But I've kind of stepped up my game, and it's thanks to you. It, I like shopping, and... You know, it's an excuse to shop and uh, first impressions matter for sure. Uh, Question. Uh, Michael asks, do you mind being called the room wife, which Uh, is what we refer to? Yeah. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? It's fine. Well, what was I before the room wife? Um, Just a roommate. Just a roommate. roommate. Yeah, I think it was roommate. But that was sort of the genesis of room wife was she was the roommate. And then we had the the contract. Hmm. No, it doesn't bother me. No. Because you don't want your name being used. Why the anonymity? Because I do super secret government work. Yes, <laughs> for a secret agent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a superhero. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I specifically didn't choose a career in radio or mm-hmm. television because I didn't want to live my life publicly. And I don't know. I've just always been a private person. And I, I also, I work with sort of a vulnerable part of our human population. And you know, out of respect for them, it's nice to sort of keep my personal life personal and separate. And and uh, yeah, room wife is. I mean, it wouldn't be my first choice. I guess, but <laughs> what would be your first choice? <laughs> yeah, this is this is have, your opportunity. I'll have to think all about right, this. all right, we'll get to it <laughs> by the end of the show. But I, but you know that brings me to a question. <gasps> Go for it. You uh, are with child, yes. and 
ready to go at any time. Mm-hmm. You you could give actually she could give birth this during great. this podcast. Right great, radio. and we're gonna keep the mics open. We're gonna roll. We're not taking you to the hospital. <laughs> Wouldn't we're, that make I'm good call, ratings, I'm calling eh? Jimmy Koshan and the spaceman in brother, here, brother. and they're gonna <laughs> deliver this baby. So you oh, hear Ryan? God. Get your hands off me, Ryan! Stop! <laughs> but I, leave me the, alone. My, my question is. The name of the child, will yes. you release that on the radio Ooh. to the Toronto audience? Good we question. will not. No, no. We will not. Will you have a similar name? Will he be the room child? Well, oh, I think we're sticking with Preppy. We're calling it Preppy right now. We have been calling him Preppy. Ryan's, well, Ryan's a huge <laughs> Saved by the Bell fan. Yep. So I'm not actually I, sure I, how that came to be. Preppy. I think we just stumbled upon it and stumbled upon it. I yeah. let you have the final say as, as yeah. per usual, and then uh, we, we wanted some. We knew <laughs> we so. knew from day one we were going to need some sort of radio name for uh, for the baby. An so, alias, yes. yes, an alias. That's right. So no, we won't. We won't be releasing. It's that. It's just. It's totally personal preference. But does it bother you that Chris does this with yeah. aspects of your life, Chris? You do yeah. this. Does it bother you that we talk, talk about, about it? You know, and the, the the child aspects of our lives. Because I'll mention family members, your family members, my family members, yeah. and you'll say, "Yeah, I heard that. Maybe you might not want to bring that up again." Well, on maybe, the radio. maybe if maybe if I listen to every show, I would, yeah, yeah, I would know more. <laughs> What's talked about? Maybe it's a good thing I don't listen every day. It bothers you. Be honest. It does bother you because you do bring it up. It doesn't bother me, but I think there's a line to be drawn when it comes to particular topics, and I think you know what that line is. And some things are just kind of the bedroom off limits. (laughs) Um, No, I think I know. Actually, it was funny. Bill Carroll. Who mentions a lot about his uh, personal life on mm-hmm. the radio once told me the best talk radio host has a family that doesn't listen. You know, yeah. Because, because yeah, that's you, probably. You know, no one's going to be asking questions and you don't have it in the back of your mind. My father in law is going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to be aware of that too, because I'll think of great stories I have from her side of the family. Yeah. And then I'll say something and then um, later don't. on they'll be like, oh, I heard that great thing you said about me. And it's like, oh, crap, what did I say? <laughs> and how do I backpedal from the. From <laughs> what I did say. Well, and then it, it dawns on you that people do listen to the show. Yeah. And <laughs> what did you think? It's easy yes. to forget. I guess so. I, I can see, see right how that now. Would be. You're, sit- you're sitting here in the room with us. It's being recorded. But do you get the feeling? You know how maybe I, sometimes it would you be easy to sort of get lost in the moment. Yep. No, I can understand that. So, okay, fanboy Matthew, he's a big listener to the AM640. He's mm-hmm. what we call our P1 listener, top yep. tier. He loves his podcast. Mm-hmm. He whores it out wherever he can. That's true, and, he does. Uh, first of all, he wants you to say, sup, Matthew. Sup, Matthew. A little sexier. Wow. <laughs> Do it, come on. <laughs> sup, Matthew. Borderline one nine hundred voice. He also asked, "What were what were your thoughts, room wife, uh, when you were walking through the radio station on your first date?" And which is what mm. we did. I brought her, Chris, to I the was, old studios. Was I here? Studio. Um, I may have been on the, the board. You I was sitting there. I was opping the board. I hope it was her that I brought in. <laughs> I use it on all do the you, ladies. Do, yeah, did you use this as a first uh, name? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, what did you uh, think? Were you impressed? Because obviously yeah. that was the goal, was to impress you. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely, uh, it's neat having a, well, neat. now husband in, in so, radio. So well, no, it's sexy, kinda, but okay. No, it was... <laughs> Oh, I think any, anybody. Nifty. Nifty. Yes. Neato. <laughs> Swell. Neato. Anybody who comes into a radio, you know, radio television studio, it's a cool experience. So, yeah, and you can't do neat. it for every job. I mean, if you're a sanitation no. worker, you're not going to take her to the garbage no. depot. And, well, you could. Well, you could. It's not going to end well. I mean, you're not going to sexy times in the yeah. garbage truck. No, wow. I was definitely I was definitely impressed. Well, Good. we are where we are now, are we not? Yeah, so. because of that, because of seeing Chris <laughs> working the board. <laughs> Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Dan asks, who was having the final say in the Hellspawn naming rights? Uh, you. That's an easy one. Well, 
Yeah, it's you. Don't don't even give me this well. Well, I know we're not going to release a name, but no. do you have a name? We've got about four names, actually. List, we can't yeah. sort of narrow it down, but I think... Um, Yours is not one of them. We'll just say right off the bat. The oh. next boyfriend has ruined it for you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. Damn him. No, because there's been names that I've really liked that you have vetoed, and we're obviously not going with those names. So it's a, like, it'll be a 50-50 situation. <laughs> Sure, it will. Uh, Michael yes. asks, How many kids do you want? Don't look two. at Ryan now. Yeah, two. That was an easy one for her. Mm-hmm. One, two. I'll do this once more. That's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you reserve the right to change your mind? Or are you pretty I sure? I hope so. Well, I said to Ryan, unless he wins the lottery, we're not having more than two children. So. <laughs> uh, you have kids to, are expensive. Wait, Ryan, answer, how oh, many yeah. do you want? Uh, four, actually. Wow. Well, three. Because I, I come from a family of three. Chris, you come from a family of. Three, three as well. Three in mm. two marriages. So. Okay. So yeah. you, you'd okay. want three as well. No. I don't know. Exactly. I think two is pretty perfect. Yeah. Well, but here, but two here's, parents, two kids. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be outnumbered. Yeah, but here's the problem. Your population will not increase if you have fewer than 2.1 children per woman. If everybody gives birth to two, population so will we're decrease. O- we're only replacing ourselves. And I think that's the most you can ask for. Well, but we want things to always... Okay, this I is getting really that. deep. <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel a responsibility to uh, repopulate the earth or no. <laughs> like, <laughs> dominate with the Bonner clan. <laughs> yeah, no, two. We'll, two. We'll, we'll see how it goes. reasonably good contributors to society yes. is right. what you, is the most you can ask for. Let's see how he does with one, and then we'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk again. Good point. The third might be the black sheep, and you're like, we really shouldn't <laughs> yeah, have made exactly. this third mm-hmm. individual. The third one will be the serial killer. Yeah. Uh, Dan asks, uh, do you still keep bread if only one part of the loaf has gone moldy, and is the part of the loaf closest to the hot zone reserved for Ryan's lunches and sandwiches. You like mm. to throw things out at the first sign of turning. I like to keep things that... That's because you use our refrigerator like a hoarder uses his. <laughs> like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. I just sorted our fridge and there was, like, five Tupperwares with beans in them. Three of which had gone bad. No, I'm a bit ruthless when it comes to keeping food. So would I keep a moldy loaf? Probably not, unless you've insisted on eating it, in which case... Well, it's all yours. (laughs) Thank you very much. And then I have to deal with the consequences myself. Now, this next question is from a Christopher. Have Mm. her tell us a story of when you drank more than two cans in one sitting. Mm. And there was a tale of a few years ago. It involved two gay British men. There's been a couple. That was one instance. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Does it matter that they were gay? Uh, Well, they. it's kind of like a, I don't know. So, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it, it does because I get I got all giddy and they were kind of uh, you couldn't say no. They were throwing themselves at me like what? One more drink, mate, no. and uh, so I kept having these tall cans. I ended up throwing up in the sink at home. You were uh, <laughs> oh, the sink. Yeah, the sink. I couldn't make it. The toilet was next days. to it. No, the one instance that oh. sort of sticks out for me more was I can't remember if it was after like a birthday party or something. It was at your parents' house, oh. and I actually recorded him so that he could see himself <laughs> the next day. And I wish I had kept that video because it was uh, so good. Honestly, I think my wife has a video oh. of me doing my Christian Bale Batman voice. <laughs> Drunk? Drunk, yeah. Just it, not not a proud moment. Just a lot of. That's a where good. Where the other drugs going? <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't sound like that. No, it was all, swear to me. <laughs> that's a good video, though. Ryan's. There was nothing entertaining about it. It was just oh, sort of good. him sitting in the bed, kind of head head tilting, passing out. But oh. I kept it so he could see himself the next morning. There have been a couple of instances, but um, that and the uh, 
the 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 one you you mentioned prior were sort of two that yeah definitely stand out. How does it feel to be and this is the same for you, Chris? How does it feel to be married to uh, somebody who makes less than you, especially being the guy? No, Chris, let's be. I mean, we're open and honest on this podcast to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chris, you and <laughs> I, we, we both make less than our than our wives. It's a weird situation for us. How do you feel about it, room wife? I guess I'm not happy. Well, no, I'm. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I uh-huh. have my job and my salary. And Thankfully, for both of us. Yeah, there's perks to your job. Oh, yeah, I got the Rod my, Stewart not, tickets for you two years hey, ago. I, that was a real winner. I love Rod Stewart. Actually, it did come in handy, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it sucks, like, for me to see that, you know, you don't get compensated the way I would hope you would. Good but, answer. You, you know, wish we could make more, though. Who doesn't want to make more? Well, well, fair enough. Everyone should... Probably, I think if you don't feel like you could make more, then... Aspire to make more, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I I wish for your sake that it was more, but... I've I've got another question along the lines of the loaf of bread. (laughs) Do you put wine glasses in the dishwasher? Yes, I do. Interesting. The long stem uh, glasses. I See, I like to wash this up by hand. No stem and stem all go in the dishwasher. Anything. All goes in the dishwasher. Interesting. No, she she is a... There's no right answer to that question. (laughs) 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 You're out of here. That's not the answer we're looking for. I'm glad you bring that up, Chris, because one of the battles we do have is the fact that everything goes into the dishwasher. That's what they're made for. Uh, Pots and pans that can easily and quickly be cleaned by hand are instantly thrown into the beast and spat out three hours later after uh, use of energy and materials. Yeah, but it's, it's also you love Little House in the Prairie, room wife. And it, I washing like the show. I don't live in the 1800s. <laughs> no, <laughs> what do you want her to do? Wash your clothes on a <laughs> washboard in a bucket? Seriously? It's Bathe nice. in the river? It's, it's nice it's, to do things by hand, the old-fashioned way, do you know and what? not rely on technology for everything. Yeah, but dishwashers were made with a purpose. and Not to be run four times purpose. a day. I don't run it four times yes, a day. Yes, yesterday, oh, three. I counted three yesterday. And you're like, you well, because, your landlord's going to call. This yeah. is exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Because when you clean dishes... For some, it's just water, but the whole kitchen turns into like a water park. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I'm honestly the same way. I find I I don't know. It's a it's a guy thing. It yeah, just sort of water just, goes everywhere. The sponge will rocket yes, soap across yes, the room. Yes. You're trying to clean the other side of the room at the same time. You're <laughs> oh, trying to be multitasking. Yes, that's right. So usually I'll slip them into the dishwasher before you have a chance to see and slip them in. Yeah, flip that sucker on so you don't have a chance to. But um, yeah. Uh, one of the things I think you and again, Chris, speaking for your lady who isn't, she'll probably join us in a future podcast. I think we have to bring her on. That's a good idea. But you hate the aspect of this industry being married to somebody in the business, the shift work, the fact that sometimes it can be wonky and the hours are outside of the normal nine to five and can be early morning. I've been, I was getting up at three thirty yeah. in the morning for the last. Do you few know months. what the like the waking up doesn't bother me, but I think it's when like. I don't think anybody's job starts and ends at nine, five, whatever your work hours are. But I, I think uh, with you guys, so much of your work tends to come home. So when you come home at the end of the day, you're not you're not done. You're always working. So it's hard to kind of peel you away from that and get some time when Us you're time, not. You well, and me time. Cuddle yeah. time. Some off switch time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, and don't even. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm, good. No, I'm guilty of the same thing. I am. You guys are always on, though, mm. right? Like, you're always in that radio mindset mode, and um, it's hard to, like, flick that switch off sometimes. But I like to say this Would you rather that, you know, guys like Chris and I be boring? Sorry to the accountants out there. But no, but like <laughs> a boring accountant or some or somebody who. No. Going back no. to the sanitation work, you, you pick up the garbage, throw it in the truck, and that's your day, you come home, and that's it. Uh, we, had, we had a little more. 
more um, spice to yeah. life. Could you but sometimes, say? no. I, sometimes I wish I could just turn it leave off. work at work and disappear and yeah. just go home. It's stressful. And yeah. I don't have to worry. The next day is going to be the next yeah. day. Yeah. But yeah. it's hard to do that in, in a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs sure. from oh, whether sure. you're working in radio or public relations or teacher, yeah. doctor. You take something of your day home with you and you're worried about the next day. Definitely. Everybody does. I think it's a little bit more difficult for you to kind of, you know, turn things off. Are you still nervous so. about this whole thing? No. May seem a little more laid back now. No. I'm, That's good. Do you know what? I, could, I would love to do this more often. Nah, don't. <laughs> nice try. Don't. Uh, we're not going to agree to that. Let's play kind of creepy. It's been a while since we... So we, we mentioned a story here, Room Wife. Okay. And then we have to decide whether this is an act of kindness to trying to help out or it's a little creepy. Um. This is one that was mentioned in the Stafford Show. It's four people from uh, Missouri. Uh, and they are have been accused of planning a kidnapping to teach a boy not to be too nice. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, did you hear this one? Yeah. Uh, he was kidnapped by a male while walking home from school on Monday. And allegedly, the boy's aunt approached a coworker and asked that coworker to kidnap this nephew to scare him. Uh, the victim's mother, Elizabeth, and the grandmother were in on it too. He was lured into a truck, told he would never see his mommy again, and that he would be nailed physically to the wall of a shed. What? And wow. he would also be sold as a sex slave. Uh, oh! So, yeah, so uh, the whole mm. thing was busted wide open, and now, again, four people are, are facing charges. Uh, kind of creepy. I'm going to go with creepy. Uh, the, the needle spiking all the way into the creepy zone. Yeah, the intention is... Starts off with Golden. kind, but as soon as you leave, as soon as the train leaves the station, <laughs> as as, it gets to really creepy territory really fast. As soon as it goes from the drunken, like, hey, you know what we should do? And then as soon as, yeah, you put I'm pen to paper. I'm not sure such extreme measures are necessary to no. get the point across. So. But it's, see, this Definitely is something creepy. we have to, I think we're all agreed, creepy. This is something you and I have to keep in mind with our yes. kids is don't go overboard. Yeah. Which I don't think it'll be too hard. Moving on now to, ah, I wish I'd thought of that. This is when we look at apps and ideas out there that make the news, and we think, damn it, I wish I'd had that idea in my head. This one is taking the news by storm. It's a babysitting app. It's called mm, Date Night. And they need babysitters. Soon. Exactly. Oh, it's like Uber, right? They were yes. comparing mm. it to Uber? Yes. Absolutely not. Totally creepy. <laughs> really? No. It's an, I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting idea. I'm going with, or with I wish I invented that or kind or whatever <laughs> game we're playing Let's here. Let's do it. Because I think that it's the equivalent of an old-time bulletin board or a Yellow Pages ad. I don't know if a babysitter would be listed. Yeah, they, but, do. Yeah, they yeah. do it, I believe. So in my mind, you know, especially for someone who maybe doesn't know anyone in the neighborhood. It's not a bad idea. It could work. I don't know because I don't know where my parents found my babysitters they tended to live around People us they knew or right. they were kids of friends or something like that in the event that you needed someone you don't know a lot of people with babysitting aged kids it might work the one caveat i'd have to put on it is i really hope there's background checks yeah all well, kinds of police in light certificates of, like, involved the recent uber like. yeah well that's it <laughs> like if you've ever seen a cat an uber driver yeah <laughs> I guess I would never. I can. I can't see myself in a situation where I'd be that desperate for a a, a caregiver. But um, I would 100 percent creepy for me. The days are gone where you kind of knew everybody in your neighborhood, uh, especially a lot of people doing what you do, Chris, the condo thing. There's no yeah. communication, so you don't know who's out there. This is the direction the world is going in. We date online. We hail our taxis online. Now we're finding babysitters online. How, why do we even need these human bodies, these shells? Let's just upload ourselves into the matrix. Alrighty, our second I wish I'd thought of that invention has to do with Shark Tank. Room Wife, you and I love this show and other reality yeah. shows. Yeah, and then you 
as each idea is presented, you go, oh, that's a great idea. That's dumb as hell. This one was the bed jet. Oh, the bed yeah, jet. The bed, bed jet. jet. Yeah. What is a bed jet? So it's stupid. Is it a mode of transportation? No, you would think. It sounds <laughs> like think. it. That would actually be an awesome idea. <laughs> trying to picture what it would be, but it sounds it's awesome. It's like bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Here's just a taste of the guy who invented it, Mark Romley. Wouldn't it be nice if every time you got into bed in the winter months, the sheets were as warm as a hot towel just out of the dryer? Oh. Wouldn't it be amazing if you never had to get into another chilly bed with cold feet ever again first world problems overheating hot flashes ew damp night sweats let's make those a thing of the past as well we'll tackle world hunger another time hi kickstarters i'm mark aromley founder of the bedjet the bedjet is the world's first ultra rapid heating and cooling system designed just for your bed at home 500 bucks it's a device you you hook the hoses up into your Mm -hmm. bed you can get dual climate control and it pumps hot or cold air the guy who invented it worked for nasa NASA. and he invented the the spacesuit that or the the technology that keeps spacesuit cool hot whatever he was shot down all across the board by the by the sharks. My only issue with that you was that it, it looked... No, do you know yes, what? Yes, you loved it. I liked it because I am always either freezing cold or boiling hot, mm-hmm. and it would be nice to be able to like control my bed temperature, but it was a very bulky system. You had this huge tube sticking out the side, and, and you made a good point. Like, what happens if oh. you move or the sheets shuffle or mm-hmm. like would it flimsy. become detached? Like, it was just a... A very large piece of um, equipment to have hooked up to your bed. My question: I think a good invention always has necessity as the as the starting point. Exactly. And I yeah. feel like sure. there isn't enough. You of don't a need, need it. Yeah. Because you know we've already got a great way to climate control your bed. It's yeah. Take the sheets off, or put the <laughs> sheets, put another blanket or on. Turn your AC on. Or yeah. Or open heat. up a yeah. window. Stick your foot out underneath yeah. the sheet, <laughs> yeah. and you kind of get a little cooler. Yeah. Do you guys agree on tuck, no tuck in the bed? Is there? I'm not no. a tucker. Yeah. No. Uh, no, we got we we keep it open, I need room untucked. To yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. room for you to kick your legs out in my crotch. While does, does Ryan like to cuddle? Sometimes more so than me, I'd say. You're the cuddly one. I like one. my space. Uh, somebody asked, "Where are you keeping Ryan's man card?" <laughs> you know what? I, I I'd like to address this actually. Oh, okay. In the little time we have, go for because it. Because I listen to the show sometimes, and uh, you make me sound like this horrible, controlling. Say the word. Biatch. Bitch. Yes. And au contraire, I think actually, like, you got it pretty easy. She said in a controlling way. But some things, <laughs> some things you say. Like what? Are totally, example. This is the thing. I was trying to think of examples. But when I hear them, I think, well, that's a little over, exaggerated. Like, exaggerated or that's not at all true. That's, so That's radio. Yeah. Well, well, no, some so of them. So take everything you hear, listeners, with a yeah. grain of salt. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add before we... Um, um no. no. We should set up like an email though, like well, we have roomwife one. at six forty dot com <laughs> no. so that people no. could if they really want the truth or the real oh, story. And again, here's her proving she's not controlling. <laughs> I want to control the message now, okay guys? <laughs> Send me your messages. Hashtag the, roomwife. Yeah. Yes. To the producers. <laughs> to our email. And I will answer your questions. All right, whatever. Uh thanks for coming in. Good luck with the uh, giving birth to our child. Oh, uh, thank you. I'll Good to, luck. You're not gonna be there. <laughs> I'll try to show up. I'm really busy. <laughs> Lately, so uh, unless you have anything to add, Chris, I think we're. Uh, I've got nothing. Thus closes another uh, another session here yeah. on the producers. So we can pour the water on the uh, campfire, campfire and, and that's it. Um, what do they say on "Are You Afraid of the Dark"? Declare an end to the meeting of the Midnight Society. Something like that. That's good I don't enough. Know. I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Are you afraid of the dark? 
Oh, are you? Yeah, are you? Uh, yes. Ah. Ah, another facet to the room. <laughs> we'll talk to you again later. <laughs> Bye. See you all again. Sleep tight. Hasta la vista, baby. He's looking at you, kid. Live long and prosper. Here is your receipt. Don't come back now, here. I love this town! <laughs> Good luck for both of our sakes. See you in the future. Without a doubt, the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world.